everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm really excited today to introduce you to our guest, Laura Cooksey. Laura is a licensed esthetician, a massage therapist, president and co-founder of Face Reality Skincare Clinic, which is located in Northern California. And she's also the creator of Proven Strategies for Treating Acne, which is a training DVD system. Laura is an acne expert, and she's designed these programs, these training programs to help others in our industry become acne experts. Some of the topics that we covered are client consultations and how extremely important these consultations are in setting up a system for success for you and your clients that are suffering with problematic skincare conditions. She treats her business like a business. There's no doubt about that. And you're going to hear that throughout our conversation today, which is just a great, beautiful way to show up. She's helping people and she's successfully doing this. Another topic that we touched on was face reality. She has a long distance program. And I know virtual consultations are a hot topic right now. So um, she has a 90% success rate with these virtual consultations. And she's going to talk to how she's designed this whole system. One thing that I discovered throughout this interview and that I really admired was the fact that Laura shows up and she steps forward in her business coming from a place of empathy. She struggled with back pain, which is why she became a massage therapist to help others. She struggled with acne, which is what made her step forward into becoming an esthetician and helping others with problematic skin. If you are at all intrigued about acne and what causes it and how it shows up and how we can provide support to our clients struggling with this, then you're going to want to stay tuned because she shared a lot of wonderful inspirational type information. Stay tuned and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I am a licensed esthetician, spa owner, and beauty biz industry coach, consultant, and educator. I'm so excited to share my love of all things beauty industry related with you. So I invite you to join me each week as I feature compelling interviews with industry educators and leaders and inspirational success stories from my fellow beauty biz practitioners. Stay tuned for some powerful beauty biz inspiration. Hey, everybody, and welcome. It's your host, Lori Crete. Welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. Today, I'm really excited to introduce you to Laura Cooksey, who is the president and co-founder of Face Reality. Hi, Laura. Hi, Lori. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, Thank you for joining us. I'm wonderful. Thank you. I'm doing really well, and I'm excited to have you on the call. And thank you for being here. I know you said you were just uh, at the tail end of a cold. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't been sick for years and I've gotten this sore throat and cold twice this year, so it's my year. <laughs> oh no. Are you feeling stressed out at all? Yeah, I've been a little stressed out, but you know, it's that's all part of life. So It is. And but I yeah. feel like that's when it kicks my butt, the cold and the right. viruses and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So Well, I'm excited to have you here. I think it's fair to say you are an acne expert. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's certainly my passion, that's for sure. So tell me a little bit about your background. I, I saw on LinkedIn, you are a licensed esthetician and are you a licensed massage therapist as well? Yeah, Lori, I started out actually um, as a massage therapist. I had been actually a musician in the army. Ooh, how cool. And I was a flutist. And I actually have a bit of a scoliosis. So I had knots in my back, and the first time I ever felt pain-free was when I got this deep muscle body work from this woman, so I was really inspired to go into massage therapy, and uh, and I wanted to get out of the Army anyway. I, I was pretty much done with that. So, um, yeah, I became a massage therapist, but I was struggling with acne. I, you know, all throughout my Army years, I had been taking lots of antibiotics and trying everything for my acne. And um, it was actually one of my clients who was becoming an esthetician at the time who just looked at my acne and said, well, come to me and I'll have you clear in about three months. And I was like, okay. So I went to her and sure enough, um, she got me clear in about three months. And she didn't, you know, she really didn't have all the active products that we have today. She did it very simply with some, some benzoyl peroxide. And I was absolutely amazed and knew I had to do this work. 
So I um, was actually in court reporting school at the time, thinking I was going to go do that because I was lured by the uh, prospect of making more money. But it wasn't my passion. And the thought of becoming an esthetician and doing act and treating people with acne was just calling me. So once I finally made the decision to quit court reporting school, I jumped into aesthetic school and I have not looked back. So let me ask you, because this is an interesting background. I knew none of this about you. So I have a few questions. Mm-hmm. The army, you're the second woman that I've interviewed that was in the army. Ella Stimson, who is one of the uh, co-chairmen of iSpa. Did you know that? Or do you know her? I don't. I think I listened to part of her interview and I was like, oh, another army girl. All right. <laughs> Tell me your experience with boot camp and how it helps you in today's working world. Because I feel like that's a killer training to own a business. Yeah. You know, I have to say that it actually gave me um, structure and discipline uh, that I don't think I would have had otherwise. I mean, part of me kind of wanted to go into the army because I needed to really learn how to, you know, physically work out and just become a more uh, disciplined person. So I really felt like it gave me that. Um, you know, I was I was a musician, musician in the army band, so it was a little more lax. Um, but still, you know, we had, you know, we had responsibilities and um, uh, disciplines that we had to show up for. So, yeah, that did actually did help me. In, you know, um, I just went to a friend's wedding. Actually, this was several years ago, but he was a commander in the navy. And they flew the band in from Canada. And I know what you're talking about. Like these people were spot on these musicians with everything they did. It was so synchronized and systematized. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The The last army band I was in, it was a, a kind of an upper echelon unit. So most everybody had their degrees in music. And um, I was really privileged to work with some fabulous musicians. So it was actually a really good experience for me. Do you still play at all the flute? I don't. I actually, I don't know. I, I, you know, play piano a little bit here and there, but yeah, I'm mostly doing my work in acne. So what year did you become an esthetician? How long ago was that? I became an esthetician about, I went to aesthetic school in about 1989. And then I, um, I actually started working in 1990. Okay. So Back in 1989, you get out of school and you said you struggled with acne. So was that it? That was your niche, your focus right away? Or did you dabble in a few different parts of aesthetics? It was, it wasn't my niche right away. I was still very much a massage therapist. So I was kind of a one woman day spa. I was everything to everybody. So I was doing massage, waxing, lash tints, everything that estheticians do. My passion was acne. Now, what I noticed was in my career as a massage therapist, that was a word of mouth career. So every time, you know, I really worked with chronic pain. And when I got somebody out of some chronic back pain, they told everybody about me. What I noticed about a year into doing aesthetics and working with acne clients was that it was such a sensitive issue that it was not word of mouth, that people were not willing to talk about it with their friends and neighbors like they did like my massage clients would. So it was a struggle for me because there was no internet back then. There was no Yelp. I just talked about this today on my, I just talked about this today, how much times have changed on my podcast. So you're right. And you know what, with people with acne are embarrassed. They don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And the other part of part about that is, is, you know, I would get them clear and they really wouldn't have any credibility anymore with their acne ridden friends. So people are like, well, you don't have problem skin. And, you know, they're like, well, I used to. So it was, it was tricky marketing-wise for me to build an acne clientele. So that's why I kind of for a long time kept doing kind of I was the woman who was all things for, you know, all people. But all, you know, all those years, I really had in the back of my mind how I really wanted to focus just on acne and create an acne clinic and really help those people who were suffering and get the word out in a much bigger way. I can see something taking place already, how you practice business. You really step forward with empathy. 
you had back pain, mm-hmm. people helped you, you wanted to help them, you had acne, somebody helped you, you want to step forward and share that kind of result. Yeah, I'm a I'm results driven. Absolutely. If you know, I I would for me just giving a spa facial, just you know, I'd rather, you know, poke my eyes out with a stick. <laughs> right. boring to me. I really want to see results. I want people to be out of pain. I want people to have clear skin. You know, I really want to know the science behind it and, and have it work. I know you talked a lot about Dr. Fulton. Was he kind of your inspiration? Absolutely. The woman that got me clear had studied with Dr. Fulton and actually had um, taught for him. So, you know, I had my experience of getting my skin clear with her. I found out that she had stayed with Dr. Fulton, so I devoured his books and started going to his classes. And I started taking, you know, any class I could find uh, about acne. And, the, you know, I just kept gathering the information of the things that resonated with me and what I saw worked for people. So, yeah, Dr. Fulton was a huge influence in my, um, the way I look at acne, the way I see the cause of acne and how to treat it. Let's talk about him just for a little bit. So people listening know who he is. What about him? Who was he? The book he wrote? Will you just talk to that a bit so they know what we're talking about? Yes. The first book book he wrote was, um, I think, a step-by-step guide for clearing acne, something like that. And then he revised it um, to, uh, it's called Acne Rx. And it's truly my acne Bible. Okay. That's perfect. Um, Yeah. There's just... Every time I open that book, I learn something new, even after all these years. And, you know, my book is just, you know, dog-eared and, you know, yellow pages. But I, like I say, every time I open it, I learn something new. There's just so much information in there. I don't agree with every single thing he says, but his, the basic premise of everything he says is so sound. Well, things have changed and shifted in my own practice. I know I spoke to you the other day about this. I'm seeing more and more acne. I don't know if these people are just being sent to me because I'm supposed to do something differently because I've done a ton of anti-aging or if it's just becoming almost an epidemic. Hmm. Um, you know, I think it, I, I don't know how to speak to that really. I think acne's always always been out there and there's, there's millions of people suffering with acne. Yeah, I, you know, a lot of people that have acne are not very social. They don't, uh, some people just don't even leave the house. So um, the fact that there is more helpless for them and they're, they're starting to know more and more that estheticians can help them. Um, estheticians who have training in how to become an acne specialist, um, that is becoming more of a known thing. And so I think people are, are reaching out to get help, and a lot of times they find that, you know, their first route is going to a dermatologist, and oftentimes that has proved to be very frustrating for acne clients. So I just read your article on Skin Inc. magazine before I hopped on the call with you, and I have to agree with you. I feel like my clients that don't, I mean, that want an instant gratification, they go and they put them on meds and they take pills and all that stuff. Will you speak to that a little bit? I think there's a time and a place and I'm not certainly not ripping on any dermatologist, but I do believe estheticians can be very helpful in the process to clearing the skin. Absolutely. Well, you know, these days, Lori, estheticians have access to really powerful active serums that will get the job done. You know, um, we didn't used to have that, but now we do. And with these types of, you know, when you know what ingredient is good for what type of acne, you can have a profound impact on somebody's skin. So you just need to know a few things. It's really not rocket science to get a person's skin clear. You have to know what ingredient works for which type of acne, how to use those ingredients so the skin doesn't get dry and irritated and dehydrated because that's oftentimes why people abandon, especially the uh, prescription approach because the products are so irritating but if they're used correctly, even with the active products that estheticians have, you know, if it's too much too soon, the skin gets dry and irritated, the client stops using it. But, you know, starting slowly and every couple of weeks, you um, adjust the frequency of use. The skin adapts beautifully. Now, you want to be careful that the skin doesn't over-adapt. So you have to 
you know, it's just like doing a workout at the gym. If you just keep doing the same workout, you're really not going to, you know, grow any muscles. So you have to kind of keep pushing the skin to clear, pushing the skin to clear, but slowly over time. And um, so once the skin is clear, then you don't really need to push it anymore. You can go on a maintenance program. So you are a licensed esthetician. You have your own beauty biz. You have a practice. Mm -hmm. Where is your practice? I am in the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm in a town south of Oakland, California, called San Leandro. It's funny because we we started the clinic therapy because my partner grew up there, and he, you know, thought that you know, with his friends and family around, that that would be very supportive. But what we found was, um, I said, no, I, I said I think we're going to be a destination clinic because we're kind of a one of a kind um, type of acne clinic, you know. Skincare clinic. We're not a medi spa. We're not a day spa. We're catering to a very niche market of people. And it turned out, since we're very close to the airport, we've had people fly in. We had a, a article that came out very early on about us um, that the Oakland Tribune wrote, which went out to all the Bay Area newspapers. And so we got people from around the entire Bay Area because we're so centrally located. And we got people from the South Bay and from Marin and and like I say, we're close to the airport. We had people fly in. So it turned out to be a perfect location for our clinic. Well, I also know you're a busy woman because you are the creator of Proven Strategies for Treating Acne, which is a training DVD for estheticians. Yes, that's correct. And in fact, I'm sitting here at my desk now with surrounded by papers because I am just now in the process of updating that into an online course. Oh, and very I'm- cool. Oh, excited because I'm, I had done a, the advanced DVD about, I mean, the um, Proven Strategies DVD about six years ago. And because I'm primarily an acne clinic, you know, we keep evolving our protocol. And about three years ago, I created an advanced course for esthetians, for acne specialists who had done my basic course. And now I'm going to be including all of the advanced course stuff in my online course and updating. So I'm, I've just been having so much fun creating this um, new online course with so much more information in it. Um, it's just so exciting. Kind of what we talked about before, this whole online training has made the world such a small place. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I get um, inquiries from international clients quite a bit, you know, at least two or three a month. And, you know, I've, I've had to tell them, sorry, you know, we don't ship internationally, but with an online course, you know, they're going to be able to just at least, you know, if we we're we're looking at opening up, um, doing international shipping of our products, but with an online course, at least they can get the information that they need to really have an impact on, on acne sufferers. And, you know, that's my main goal is to really help the acne sufferer because there's just so much misinformation out there. And I know that people are suffering so much that even just getting the right lifestyle guidance can have a powerful impact. I want to talk a little bit. I cyber stalk everybody before they're a guest on my show. (laughs) And there's something that I want to just cover and it's the way you do your acne consultations, mm-hmm. because I think this is probably the reason you have such a huge success rate. You know, a lot of times we get a form from a vendor, we have our client fill it out, we look at it quickly and then we move along and never revisit this, but you actually set this up. So it's 45 minutes and you actually charge for this consultation. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, actually, most of the clients that come into us, they go ahead and get a treatment that day, too. So that's about an hour and a half. And um, it's funny you bring that up because I have, I've just uh, last night finished the part of the online course that um, covers the consultation. And it is so comprehensive because, you know, an acne client that comes in, they're not just going to be given, you know, their home care regimen and how to use the products and, you know, getting their treatment that day, they're going to get an acne workshop. They're going to know more about what causes acne and what it takes to get clear than 
even a lot of estheticians know. So, you know, we want our acne clients to be crystal clear on why they're doing what they're doing, why we're doing what we're doing, and what they have to do. Um, and we make it very clear. In fact, we have them sign up an agreement form, like a contract, that they're going to follow what exactly what we say we're, we need them to do, lifestyle guide, guidelines that we give them, because um, we want them to know how serious we are about helping them, and we want them to know that as well, and and be and be as involved in their clearing of their skin as we are. So right here on your website, it says expect to pay about one fifty for your first set of acne products. But, you know, one thing that I found, because I do a lot of coaching and consulting for estheticians is they're scared to charge what they're worth. And I feel like with the way you have it set up, people come in and they know what to expect before they get there as far as what your pricing structure is and how important it is to take products home. Yeah, we don't even allow people to come in for consultations unless they agree that they're going to you know, buy the products or if they, you know, we want to, we absolutely want them to know up front what's expected of them. You know, it's like, no, you can't use outside pro- products. No, you can't, you know, figure this out on your own. It's, it's a program. It's an acne program. Not, it's certainly not a quick fix. And we also want them to know that, you know, why it takes up to three months to get acne clear, because it takes up to three months for an acne lesion to form and come to the surface. So, you know, it's about coaching them through that entire process and us supporting them and us, you know, keeping them on track. That really makes a difference uh, whether they're going to clear up or not. You talked a little bit earlier about the types of acne. What are the most common types of acne that you see coming into your clinic? Well, I, you know, there's the typical grades one, grades two, grades three, grades four. I found that very limiting. So I have recategorized and classified acne in a different way. I just simply say it's either inflamed, which is pimples, um, cysts, um, or it's non-inflamed, which is open or closed comedones, or it's a combination of the two. And most people are a combination of the two. So with with each of those three, I say, is it mild, moderate, or severe? And... You know, we have a home care protocol that I teach my acne specialists. You know, you go through a chart and then, you know, you look at the the acne type, the skin type. There's a lot of things that you look at when you're doing a skin analysis to make sure that that client's getting the absolute right set of products. You know, you've got to know, you know, the Fitzpatrick type. You've got to know the age of the client. Um... You've got to look at the skin conditions and making sure there's no sunburn or overexfoliation or dehydration. I want to ask you, because I feel like these are so important and I want more details surrounding them. What do you think, because I know you've talked about lifestyle and then finding all this. Can you tell me, because I really feel like you've touched enough faces to have an accurate bit of information to share. What part of it, and a lot of people, is diet related? That is a very interesting question. Um, You know... We give people lifestyle guidelines, and a big part of that is our foods. And the foods that we're most concerned about are foods that are high in iodides, really. Really? We don't worry about chocolate so much. We don't worry about the high glycemic foods so much, even though, you know, of course it's good to be eating a healthy diet. But we're worried about iodides, which are salty foods, seafood, seaweed, especially like miso soup is, you know, kelp is the highest form of iodide you can get, and miso soup is basically a a, a broth made of kelp. Um, and we're looking at androgen foods that are contain androgen uh, hormones, which are oddly enough peanuts and peanut butter, canola oil, some seafood, and um, organ meats like pate. So, really? yeah. So we tell people any other nut butter is fine because peanuts aren't really a nut, they're a legume, and they have these properties. So that, are, that those are the basic food guidelines we give people. What about dairy? Because usually if I have a oh, client right. get off yes, dairy, yes. boom. Yeah, I knew I was forgetting one, one of them. Dairy is huge. Um, because dairy is not only high in iodides, because cows look iodized salt licks, and it comes out in the milk. Ah. But, you know, there's a lot, there's a huge hormonal component with milk. You know, that milk is really meant to, 
you know, make calves into cows. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of hormones and there's, um, there's like insulin factors in milk. I can't, I'm not really good at explaining that, but I know that's a big part of it. So, you know, especially for our teenage boys who like to glug down, you know, gallons of milk, we say you've got to, you've just got to cut back a lot. Um, there's so many amazing alternatives nowadays too, though. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, there's rice milk, there's almond milk. Um, there's, there's, you know, we have such a, a nice variety of other alternatives these days. So, and, you know, what I was going to say is we don't tell them they have to cut all these things out completely. You just need to cut back. And, you know, the other thing that we notice is that the main thing is using the home care. If I can get somebody to put their home care on morning and night, they can actually cheat a little bit with the lifestyle guidelines and still get clear. It's when they start um, fudging with their home care and they're doing, they're going outside of the lifestyle guidelines that we have a really hard time getting people clear. So, yeah, I think that that's part of my problem is people don't take it seriously when they leave my spa. And I try to explain, you know what, it's not any different than you going to the dentist and going home and never brushing your teeth again. Exactly. Exactly. You could go to the dentist every week and if you didn't brush your teeth, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't get the results you want. And that's so I use that example a lot with people, you know, it's like you, it's like you have a disease that you are treating. You have to, you have to, you, with the products that you're using at home, you are managing your pores. And if you don't do that, you know, that one time you skip that little microcomedum is going to form down in the dermal layer and it's going to take it's 30 to 90 days to come to the surface. So acne never sleeps. Acne doesn't discriminate. It's always there. It's just waiting for you not to use your products. And that kind of leads me into the next question. I know I wanted to ask you about diet and, you know, what your opinion was, but how about genetics? Do you find that a lot of people, if maybe their parent struggled with it, it's going to show up as well? Absolutely. Um, my, my theory of acne is that it's an inherited disorder, the pores. So, you know, people who don't have the inherited propensity for acne, they don't, you know, they can use anything on their face. They can, you know, it's the people that we hate that you know, don't have to do a thing and they can have beautiful skin, but they just, they didn't have, they didn't get that inherited propensity. So normal pores will shed about one layer of skin cells per day inside the pore and acne prone pore will shed up to five layers of dead skin cells per day inside the pore. And the body just can't keep up with that. And that is the beginning of the, what we call the microcomedone, the beginning of all acne. Now, I want to ask you a question. This is kind of just my personal thing that I'm dealing with at my spa right now. I have this young teenage client. I get all of her face clear except for between her eyebrows. I think it has something to do with folliculitis. Uh-huh. Do you treat that any differently? Well, that's, it took me a long time to be able to recognize folliculitis. I mean, I would have these acne clients where they'd have these bumps on their forehead that look like acne, but it just wasn't responding to the protocol I was giving them and I was accusing them of not using their products and, you know, they were, you know, accusing me of being too harsh on them. And, and finally, I, it was actually a client of mine who loves to do a lot of research and she sent me a picture of folliculitis and I was like, oh, that's what, that's what that is. It's not acne. Now, the thing about folliculitis is, is that most forms of folliculitis I see, there's, there's bacterial and there's fungal. And for the most part, what I see is fungal folliculitis. Now, you can't really know if it's fungal or bacterial, bacterial unless you have it tested. Um, but that's why I love the ingredient uh, mandelic acid because it not only is antibacterial, but it's also antifungal. So no matter, a lot of times people will have folliculitis and acne, and so Mandelic, because it has, it has all these wonderful properties, it will deal with both at the same time. I do like Mandelic and Lactic. Those seem to be my go-to if I do any kind of exfoliation in the world of peels at my spa. Right. And my, my particular Mandelic formulation has Lactic in it. So you've got the double whammy. <laughs> it's hydrating, right? Lactic seems yeah. to be hydrating. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. 
Now, what about something that's really hot right now? I wrote an article about virtual consultations a while back for Skin Inc. Magazine. I called you to get a quote because it seems like you get great results. You have a long distance program and you said you get about 90% success rate. Yeah. Yeah. The thing, if they do everything we tell them to do, (laughs) that's always the the caveat. Um, Yeah. The long distance program was created out of of the need. I had an article when I first opened that went to the Associated Press and happened to go to some international newspapers. And so one day I answered the phone and this woman from Dubai was asking me about my acne program. And I was like, okay, wow, how am I going to do this? So I developed a way to be able to test her skin because we don't give anybody products without testing their skin first to make sure that their skin will tolerate um, you know, we want to give them the strongest products that they, their skin will tolerate, but not so strong that their skin's going to get irritated. So I could have developed this little test kit and send it out, and then they send the results back. And that way we, can, we know what products to start them with. You know, we also get photographs from them. So if a person, we, we instruct them to check in every two weeks and once a month send photographs, and then we manage their home care by email. So they have to check in at once, at least every two weeks so we can tell them the next step in their home care. Do you have somebody helping you with this? Because if you're a business owner, you're developing these trainings, you're working as an esthetician, how do you have time for all this follow-up? Oh, yeah. Well, I have um, estheticians that work for me who are trained awesome. in doing this. So, oh, no, it's not, <laughs> it's not all me. I I'm could just... not have... Imagining you not no. sleeping <laughs> doing this day and night. Yeah, well, yeah, just just um, working on my online course is taking all my time. So I know. <laughs> no, that no, feeling. I have uh, I have I train people to be acne specialists, and, and they work for me. And and um, you know that's the wonderful thing. It's like I say, learning how to be an acne specialist is not rocket science. Once you have a few key concepts under your belt, then you're out there and you can really, really help people. We are suffering in a profound way. I know the reason I found interest in you is because some of my coaching girls, they have worked with you and you've taken them from having two to three clients to them calling me now going, please help me, Lori. I have so many clients. I don't know what to do with them all. Yeah, that's, that has been, I can't tell you how exciting that is for me. I, you know, at this age now, I really don't need to prove anything anymore. What I am all about is mentoring. Yeah. It's just, um, it just, you know, my heart swells with pride when I see the people who have taken my course and become acne specialists and dedicated their whole business to helping the acne client. And I watch their businesses just get, they get so busy that now they're asking, oh my God, how do I, I don't even know how to have an employee. How do I do that? Yeah. So. That's going to be a whole other aspect of, you know, a whole other part of an online course that I'm going to have to really um, consider doing is just how do you grow your business? Because once it starts growing so fast, you know, it's, you need help. Yeah. I've been trying to help the girls that come to me. A lot of them are from your acne specialist training. All of a sudden their business is exploding and they go, Lori, I need help. And I've been there when you have to bring that person on, and it is hard, and we do need support. These are things we just don't learn in school as estheticians. Oh, no. I mean, you learn, you know, that's what I learned many years ago was that um, I was good at what I did. I was a good technician, but I was not really a business person, and that's why I brought in a business partner to help me with the business part of it because, you know, I think as – I don't know why it is as women – and sole practitioners, we think we have to do it all ourselves, and it's impossible. Yeah, it is. We're so scared to bring somebody else in. Or, you know, I think you and I are really in line, and I didn't realize this before our call today. I, I can tell, and you can speak to this, that you showed up and stepped forward into this career, taking it very seriously as a career. Yes, absolutely. That it's, um, you have to take it seriously because. You know, the people coming to you to get help are expecting you to be the expert. And that's what I really see when, you know, I'll go out and and get body work from people or get facial from people. And I'm always surprised that 
you know, they don't take the next step in giving me directions on what my next step would be. You know, say, I mean, I deal with back pain and, you know, I want somebody to step up and be the expert and say what their recommendations are. So that's what I encourage um, estheticians who become acne specialists. It's like, you don't allow the client to tell you what to do. You are the one steering the ship here. And, you know, be the expert because that's what, that's what your client is expecting you to do. I think that that comes along with the proper training, which is what you offer. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard, hard to step forward and do this. I think all too often that when you tell your family member or your significant other, I'm going to become an esthetician, nobody stops and says, you're going to make so much money. I've heard the opposite. People say, oh my goodness, you need to get a real job. And my mission is to change that. And I can tell you and I are very, very in line with that. Yeah, yeah. I think you've done, it, it sounds like to me that you've done a lot to really support estheticians in knowing that they can make what they're worth, yeah. you know, and, and I think these days that it's really, really important to have a specialty, you know, don't be all things to all people, um, yeah. but have, have something that you can really confidently feel like you're an expert in. Cause once you do that, and once you get a reputation for that, you will, you will be so busy that your next problem is how do I get help? Yeah. And I've seen that over and over again, when people do, Really, because I remember my first business coach saying, well, who's your niche? I'm like, anybody. I'll do waxing. I'll do this. I'll do that. And then when I really fine-tuned who I wanted to see in my treatment room, it really just took off. And that was during the failing economy. And I want to ask you about the failing economy. It's on the top of my mind today because I've been talking about it a lot um, before I hopped on this call with you. Did your business suffer during the failing economy or because you had such a niche and there's such a need, you solve a problem, did it thrive? Like what happened to your business during that time? That's such a great question because I was a little worried um, because we had opened in 2005 and then 2008 is when everything went south. And so we were kind of prepared, you know, we were trying to, you know, prepare ourselves for a big slowdown in business. And you know what? We didn't slow down at all. We have been growing at a 35% clip throughout all those years. And it was very interesting. People that were unemployed started coming back to us because they realized in order to go out and start interviewing again, their skin had to look good because two people who are vying for the same job and they have the same exact qualifications, if one has acne and one has not, the one that doesn't have acne is going to get the job. And so they, they and these are statistically proven studies. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we've, I've seen people who, you know, their skin came, they came in with, and their skin was just looking horrible, like a severe case of inflamed acne, which is very easy to clear by the way. And once their skin got clear, they got pay raises. It's crazy. So gosh, I have so many questions. Um, <laughs> How long, like, what would you say? I know everybody's different, but your average, when you start seeing somebody, is it three months where you can expect them to see a huge difference if they're doing the right stuff when they leave your clinic at home? Yeah. If they do everything I tell them to do, it kind of, it depends. If somebody comes in with a case of inflamed acne and it's pretty much just, you know, pimples, pustules, cysts, I can pretty much guarantee that they're going to be clear in three months if they do everything I tell them to do. Um, That is the easiest acne to clear, believe it or not. And they're very, very motivated. Now there's going to be redness still, but there'll be, and that takes another quite a few months for that to, you know, fade because it fades so um, gradually. It's the people who have non-inflamed acne, the blackheads and the whiteheads that can take a little longer because you're kidding me. Acne, it's right on, it's right on the surface. And, but the, the non-inflamed acne is, it's just more persistent. You have to be much more aggressive with it. So I tell them, you know, we're going to be we're going to be um, dealing with this for probably six months because I want to, you know, in my business I want to underpromise and overperform. So I give my, myself a, a, a you know a wide window of time, and I also tell them they've got to be they've got they've especially the non-inflamed acne the severe non-inflamed acne I I tell them right up front you are going to have to be so on it you're going to have to be so compliant and do everything I tell you to do to really get this acne under control. And, uh, you know, I basically, you know, and I say, I, I have them sign my contract and I'm, you know, I'm just 
always, are you on board with this? Because this is what it's going to take. You know, this is why I love doing this show because I've been an esthetician for 14 years. And every time I hop on one of these episodes with you guys, I learned something new. I had no idea that the blackheads and that type of acne were harder to control than the really inflamed pustule cystic type stuff. Yeah, it's so interesting. I mean, the, the, the pustules and the cysts, they, it looks so much worse coming in. And when I see one of those clients walking in the door, I'm just, you know, I'm giddy because I know that they're going to see such a profound change in their skin in about three months. And there is, Lori, there's nothing more exciting. There's just nothing more exciting to me than watching them, their skin transform. Do you use a lot of before and after pictures in your marketing? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, pictures worth a thousand words. It really is. And there's so much noise out there online today. If you really have proof in your system, it's powerful. Absolutely. And, you know, we encourage people to write a review for us on Yelp. In fact, my last really bad inflamed case, she wrote this fabulous review and and included her before and after pictures on the Uh review. So that is so powerful. When people see that, they're like, yep. You know, and that's another thing I wanted to say to go back to niche marketing is, you know, if you're an acne sufferer, who are you going to go to? Are you going to go to the esthetician who is the jack of all trades? Are you going to go to somebody who's specializing in just acne? You know, to me, it's a no brainer. Yeah, that's, and you know what, it is referral based. I find for every one person that I can really help with problematic skin, three, four, five of their friends start coming in. Yeah, yeah. Word of mouth is fabulous. Like I said, when I first started out, word of mouth is really hard for me for acne skin. But now that you've got, you know, places where you can do anonymous reviews, that's just such a godsend for businesses like ours. Let me ask you another area that I think a lot of estheticians are scared to step forward into and claim their success would be retail sales. When people start carrying your line and they do your training, do you have any kind of statistics or studies or even just feedback that you get surrounding how retail sales have increased in their spa or their treatment room or their practice? Well, what I see on, you know, once a person becomes certified with us, we have a a private Facebook group where people come in, um, you know, everybody supports one another. All my veteran acne specialists help to support the new people. And uh, what I see a lot written on the group is like, I can't keep, I can't keep face reality products in stock. It's just flying off the shelves. So um, I don't have any numbers or statistics right in front of me. That's basically what my partner does. (laughs) He's the, he's the bean counter and the business guy. So, um, but I know that our wholesale business has been the biggest part of our growth and it just grows exponentially. I'm like, I say we've, you know, my business has grown at least 30% per year since I've been in business, um, since I've become an acne clinic in, in 2005. So that being said, I know that, you know, because the acne clients have to use the um, products that are going to get their skin clear that, you know, there's no selling of products. You know, it's either you're, you're in the program or you're not. I love that. And, and you set this all If you all want me to get everyone. your skin clear, you're all in. You, you need to you get these products, you do the whole thing, or you don't do any of it. You know, we don't, we, we, we instruct our, um, my employees and I instruct anybody who sells our products, like you don't, don't do half measures. And that's kind of life. You've got to have really good boundaries. Yeah. You have to show up for your client and your client needs to show up and do the work as well. I think sometimes we get so attached to their results that we (laughs) are disappointed when they don't do what they're supposed to. But I like how you make it a commitment right from the very first time they speak to you. Oh yeah. I, um, you know, when somebody, if somebody comes in and I go through the whole consultation and then I show them, I, I have a price list and I have the products, um, they're in front of them, and I and I actually ask them, "Are we are we moving forward with this?" And they go, "You know, I think I just want to get that product and that product." I'm like, um, "No, that's not how it works." <laughs> and you say right here on your website, "Expect to pay about $150 for your first set of products." How many products does that include on average? That is about, I think, six products, and mm-hmm. some of the products are very small because, um, like the 
than the peroxide that we sell. We we sell in a like a, just a one ounce size because as the skin adapts, we might want to up the percentage of that later on. Um, and with the serums, it's a one ounce size, so you know we might want to increase the potency of that in a couple months. So we tell people that you know it's about one hundred fifty dollars upfront. Um, and expect to pay about $30 a month to replace products. How much is your typical acne facial at your spa or your treatment center? You know, we're only charging $75 um, for a treatment, and we haven't raised our prices since 2005. You know, I just really want to keep it accessible um, because there's so many people that need help um, that I want to keep the price I want to keep it reasonable. I want to keep it reasonably priced for people to get help. Let me ask you this. Did you do any discounting through the failing economy, like any daily deals or anything like that? No, you know, there were a few times that we tried discounting and, you know, we just didn't get, we did not get committed clients. In. I love that you're saying that because I feel like that really has devalued our industry. And, you know, when you show up like you are as an expert and you own it and you're offering them results, you don't need to discount Exactly. I mean, my prices are, I'm actually underpriced. So I'm already giving a good deal. And I want, I've just noticed that if, if somebody comes in who's gotten a discount, that they're not committed. They just want the deal. And then they walk out the door and I never see them again. I don't want those clients. It's a waste of my time. Yeah. And I think, you know what, I think that you recognize maybe your prices are a little low, but if every person coming in is leaving with $150 worth of products, you're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I'm, you know, we're, we're making, we're making plenty of money with that, that uh, price structure. I mean, you know, some of my clients who are in more exclusive places like, you know, in Hollywood or um, Beverly Hills, you know, they, they will decide to change the price structure and because that is their clientele, their, their niche marketing for a more exclusive clientele. And that's fine. Well, I live in Los Angeles. I don't know, you know, if you're in an area like this, but my rent on my spa is astronomical. Sometimes the price just has to include your cost to run a business as well. Oh, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I happen to be in a, you know, a kind of a, an area of the, the Bay area that's not quite as expensive so I can afford it. But if I were in a, a more exclusive location, I absolutely, you know, that you have to crunch the numbers and make it work for you. Yeah, totally. So I, I'm definitely interested in your training. I know we've talked about it a few times. How can somebody listening in find more about you and what you offer to become an acne expert with your training? Um, well, we have um, on our website, uh, if you go at the top menu, there's uh, a menu item called Acne Specialist Training. And on that page is actually the first chapter of my DVD. Um, it's me talking about the program and what it entails and what to expect. And, and there, everything, um, everything is on that page that uh, you need to know about the training and what you're going to get out of it and what we expect of you and, and everything like that. So it's, um, the, the website is facerealityacneclinic.com. And like I say, the menu item is acne specialist training. Very nice. So say the URL one more time, just so everyone can write it down. Oh, it's facerealityacneclinic.com. I really enjoyed talking to you, Laura, and I'm going to go listen in or watch the first chapter of your DVD training. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Great. And know that I'm, I'm seriously working on updating the training and anybody who buys the DVD at this point, know that you will be grandfathered in for my updated online training later on. And, um, and that, that'll be a good deal because the new online training will probably be a little bit more expensive. So if you buy the DVD now, you'll get it at the lower price. And you get grandfathered into your new training. Exactly. That's a very generous offer. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to help people, Lori. That's awesome. I can tell. And I appreciate that. So I know that you've taken time out of your day. Today is your day off, and I want you to go heal from your recent cold. (laughs) So I will not keep you. I'm going to my chiropractor right after this. So, oh, good. Maybe he'll work some toxins out of you. Right, right. 
Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Laura. It was enjoyable today and I appreciate you sharing with everyone. Thank you so much. It was really fun talking to you. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Beauty Biz Show. I hope that you're feeling motivated, inspired, and ready to step forward and invest in you. I know that I'm thrilled to be offering you the opportunity to join me in Phoenix, Arizona, August 2nd and 3rd at a five-star luxury resort where I'm going to be joined by my favorite industry leaders and experts. The entire two-day event is designed to be this year's premier business training for beauty biz practitioners, where we are going to be sharing tons of new age beauty biz success strategies. They're going to be thousands of dollars worth of business building gifts given away from the stage. I'm also really excited that Katie Anderson, the editor of Skin Inc. Magazine, will be there to meet all of you. This is your opportunity to meet with approachable, powerhouse type people and build your success Rolodex. Also, Estatini's, which are my signature cocktail, will be flowing at our cocktail party. This is an opportunity for you to build your success community and find accountability partners and other people you can add to your success Rolodex. I want this to be fun, memorable, and an experience that you walk away from feeling so excited and so full of business building ideas that you cannot wait to return to work. And as a special little surprise, your success training starts right away. I am a firm believer that before success arrives, you have to be ready for it. So I've designed a special bonus gift. It's a pre-event training that you won't find anywhere else. I've never offered this before. Weekly, you'll receive mini success coaching lessons delivered right to your inbox. So from the time you sign up for the live event until the time you arrive in Arizona, I'm going to be reaching out to you each week to keep you on the path of dreaming bigger, living successfully, and planning it out accordingly. Consider this your VIP invitation to spend two powerful, profitable days with me, August 2nd and 3rd, 2015 in Phoenix, Arizona, having a ton of fun while learning my fail-proof system for making a lot more money in your beauty biz. Go ahead and grab your seat at www.estetician.com masterclass.com www.estheticianmasterclass.com Thanks for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to live beautifully. If you'd like a copy of my free report, six simple strategies to generate a dramatic increase in your beauty biz income and fill your appointment book with valuable clients, please visit www.lauricrete.com. Or if you'd like to book an appointment at my spa in Los Angeles, please visit www.thespa10.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show.